0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Kind of Funny Games cast. I'm one of your hosts, Greg Miller, alongside Forbes 30 Under 30, aka the future class of video games, aka the OK
1: Beast Blessing, Eddie yeah, Junior. It's nice being the only Forbes 30 Under 30 member on this podcast. If you want and- my uh, you know, personal take,
0: <laughs> since you won the award, you're the only Forbes 30 Under 30 winner in the company. Damn, we're just gonna do him like that. We're just gonna have we're some tour rage go,
1: go down. All right, I'm down. You know, and that's the thing is we're not gonna say his name. All right. All right, I'll take it back. He's over 30, him. so I don't think he should qualify anymore. He's, he's, not-
2: he's really busy doing a lot of very important
0: things. <laughs> <laughs> of course, that man he's being the wet blanket company, that right? he always is,
2: this is
1: the Hispanic <laughs> Arthur up
0: Texas Street Latino. He clicking heads and ripping them to shreds. The globe trotting, headshot and rooting tootin' nitro rifle from twitch.tv, Andy Cortez.
2: Oh fuck! Uh, wrong sound. Oh. Oh, oh that it was. Right. Sorry, this keyboard was set to the applause instead of. <laughs> hey, what's up,
0: guys? What's going on? More Zelda stuff. That's nice. Show me the keyboard, cause you. I thought you just hit a button before. I didn't realize you were playing for
2: a while. This is nice. Oh. Where'd you get? When would you get this? Did you oh. dig this out from under your desk? Have you had it a long time? No. Was this behind the chili? This is something I got recently. The other
3: one I had. I fell from a tree. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Damn! Why are you falling the tree playing with that? That's crazy. No, the other you one know? I had, uh, you know, it's like a USB one, but I hate it's all bullshit software. This one just has built-in sounds. Sure. And I, I'm really excited about it. So, um, so the the goal is, Greg. I also right. I got a looper, a little hundred dollar looper, called Great by the Zoom looper bad movie i mean definitely not as good as a rival everybody knows that uh but the uh, the zoom pedal it's got a bunch of guitar sounds and so i'm hoping to get this into the zoom pedal so i could be like Boo, boop, bah, boop, boop, bah, hit the loop and then the beat's gonna keep going and then i could play guitar over it with piano i'm really excited about the future what's the name of that
1: dude that we all love uh, mark Mark, yes yeah, so you're gonna be like mark rivoli i love yeah. his stuff are you gonna be way like, worse
2: because he's like a jazz pianist like master i just don't i don't got it like that i only know keys Back from when I played like xylophone and percussion, and I played marimba mm. and percussion back in the day. But like, you gave xylophones and marimbas to the people that weren't as skilled. Like, I mean, come on, I was like, I was rank seven of the whole real Grand Valley. You know what I mean? Because I was a fucking snare master. God, I get the guy I was Nick Cannon out there. Wait, I'm uh, sorry, you would give
3: marimbas <laughs> to people who weren't as
2: skilled? Yeah, you give it to the people that like aren't super rhythmically good. It's more for the people like, like. No offense, Barrett. It's like the people you put in the outfield in the league. You know what I mean? Like, ah, man. Like
3: marimba put... like was one of uh, like uh, when I was in band, that was like one of the main instruments you wanted to be on because there were so many nah. cool things. Oh, you guys weren't nah. playing the right kind of music then. Nah. Damn. Fair nah. enough. Fair enough. That man, I was ranked seven in, in the valleys. But
2: you know.
3: Andy, Real can quick, you learn
4: the uh, Fraser theme song?
2: Um, I don't know, but I Nick did, Nick music. Nick did ask me uh, to learn this, which I may try to play right here. Hold on, hold on. No, hold on. He right, yeah. Yeah, yeah.
5: No, asked me no, to learn it.
2: I, I was close, but I didn't really do a good job. Real
0: quick, Joey, you'll get a full introduction in a second, but I need your help, okay? okay? Uh-huh. It's because there's just two choices on the board. Okay. Clear your head. Don't everybody think too hard. Blessing, Joey, you're going to have to be on this, all right? Is Looper a bad movie or a great movie? Joey. It's fine.
4: Oh, <laughs> Options. I'm saying bad movie.
0: It's okay, fine. and then bless never seen Looper. Oh, okay. Yeah, then we're at, a, we're at we at a stalemate because I,
2: if, in those two choices, I would have gone with Barrett a great movie. I, I like Looper. I, had fun I think it's it. fine. It's just not as good as Arrival. Let I me mean, think about how amazing Arrival was. I think well, Arrival Arrival's is like movie.
3: a work of art. What do you want? to Exactly. I exactly. Mean? It's, it's like exactly. a work it's of art right? like mm-hmm. Bruce Willis, but and like, and like the Joseph it, gordon but like the big nose. But like the ending is like antithetical to the rest of the, the movie. You know, Arrival. Arrival
4: is movie for people who like to think they're smart. Yeah. I'm like, oh, Thank I you, got Joey. it all figured out. Thank you. Joey. All right,
2: Joey. Go watch Grease 2. Go fucking watch Batman <laughs> I will. Robin. And that woman who truck likes Batman Robin future. in Grease
0: 2 is none other than Christmas in September. It's Joey Noel. Hello, Joey.
4: Hello. Uh, you guys have very long intros, which I didn't realize until I had to sit through both of them back to back.
0: You mean just like the, their titles in the front? You yeah.
4: Know? You got yeah. a lot going on with those. Well,
0: you know, everybody here keeps getting awards and Andy keeps writing his own thing and putting <laughs> new stuff in there. Everybody <laughs> else keeps hitting new accolades and Andy keeps just saying, add this to my thing.
1: Did you include the Disney Prince thing into mine? Because that's the thing now. I'm a Disney Prince. now. That oh, I, I haven't heard that. The... No, I apologize. Yeah. So you should address me. When as did that get added? You. I haven't heard anybody say that to you. Uh, it was probably what the day after they announced. Are the you introducing thing? yourself that
3: on gamescast Cast or on, on the, Games Daily?
1: I think Tim Geddes might have introduced me as that on. It was. Like, on chat, a a chat
3: came up with it the day that uh, Blessing hosted uh, the D23 Games panel. That I just was, feel like that yeah. was weeks ago, and I've introduced Blessing several times since then. Well, it's like it's like once me. you become a Disney prince, you don't you don't just stop becoming a Disney prince, though, Greg. You know? you know. I hear you, but I just feel like you. That's something
0: you have to like start. You know, tacking on there It has to be going. You know what I mean. Like, I'm going to start, when we get to the new studio, I will be introduced when I, I'm on shows as WWE Superstar Miller. Right
1: I just so. trust mm-hmm. you, I trust you more as a host to, like, you know, just start adding in the accolades that I get. I didn't know how to remind you every single time. It's just, here's I the thing, Blessing, you, you gonna, thought we'd it's be It's going to sound it, right? like a negative, yeah. Bless, but it's a positive, right? Is that, like, why
0: would I give you these fake accolades when you keep winning real ones? Doesn't that, I think, by all of a sudden calling you a Disney prince, like, that's the shit we make up for Andy. That's the shit we have to make, like that. You know, it's the one we yeah, give Nick it's the participation
1: cor- trophy. You know
4: what I mean? related
1: like, to a real accolade, because you could call me the host of D twenty D twenty three. I feel like that's the job Disney Prince does roll off the
4: tongue better. Disney
1: Prince does roll off the tongue, right? And it's a little bit more humble as opposed to like you know host of the Disney and Marvel Game Showcase blessing out of Because like, come on, I mean, we're saying you only one, one I don't know how much humble it
4: is, <laughs> but there's a lot of princes. Like he's one of many. Versus, but wouldn't it
0: kind of be like? sad you know I mean? like if we were still holding on to that accolade you know for so long for oh, you as, as opposed to yeah. you know for so uh, long game the year you know what, <laughs> well, still, this <laughs> the kind of funny game Chassis, each other, we come together to talk about all the video games we love and sometimes don't love if you love that you can go to patreon.com kind of funny games over on patreon.com kind of funny games you can ride in and be part of the show you can get the show ad free you can get the exclusive post show we do each and every week and it's kind of futdie that's right blessings bless who spin-off kind of futdie we're doing another one today you gotta come see it over on patreon.com slash kinda funny games what are you doing Andy? i don't like sn- this i'm playing on my steam deck, <laughs> I'm, playing my
3: steam deck. <laughs> I'm
2: playing on my fucking steam deck oh shit.
3: damn dude i was like what is going it's on funny. right now because it's e-board? like you're mocking the rest of us but you also have a steam deck Andy. and you Baron really like your up.
4: steam deck <laughs>
3: uh you could also of course on <laughs> patreon.com slash kind games watch you know? live
0: like brian is jameson is and the uh, louise are uh if you're watching live no you don't have to keep us you know no right or wrong and just chime in the thing let us know and then we can read your comments here and then you're part of the show blessing you want to be part of the show right now what's up
1: uh andy i didn't realize you had a steam deck have you gone through the process of putting legal games on it games games
2: no barrett has a Hard drive of games that we're getting
1: yeah. into. I, I told Joey the other day because Joey also got a Steam Deck I that I will be holding uh, a session when we're all back in the office oh. where, you know, my station will be open. You can bring your Steam Deck to me and I'll help oh. you put some games on there.
2: I, lo- I thought you are going to hold, there. I thought you were going to. Like be at a podium, <laughs> like you were going to a conference. <laughs> like we all flew out to your conference to learn how this, to put games. This, this
4: theme, Blessing hosting a symposium, holding a panel.
2: <laughs> yeah. Honestly, that's not a
0: bad idea though. That, that's if a great we idea. Re- we could just record that as a standalone video where we're all like in an audience. So, like all like it's like a. I mean, it's in the studio, but it looks like we're like in a hotel Marriott conference room. And Blessing <laughs> just comes out with like a PowerPoint on how to do all this stupid stuff, and we put that up. Because you guys case. always joke, like, is it illegal? Like, I don't know, because I talk about it all the time. I got this N64 I, I here, mean, I got this thing I, I, You know what's I legal?
3: You know what's legal? I just I found some ROMs on my computer. How, how about that? That's crazy. Mm-hmm. All I know wow. is that all the games that I play
1: on my Steam Deck are games that I might have owned or not owned or probably owned. I own them, and I dumped them into a thing. And it's not that's not illegal to do is to like to, to dump the ROMs that you already own into a thing and then play them. What's illegal, Listen,
2: officer? What's Hold on, illegal I to know is what's illegal for the blessing
1: is you, uh, is uh, I believe making an emulator and like not having the bio. I know, I think the emulator part is legal. I think it's the yeah. BIOS part, that's it, illegal. It, it, getting it, a, a it may BIOS. Be and using
3: the it. act of you know downloading ROMs, maybe that's the part that's illegal. Maybe that's officer,
2: the act. I swear those aren't mine. I was holding those ROMs for a friend. A man broke into my house, got on my computer, installed a bunch of video games. <laughs> that was his only objective. It was weird. Mm-hmm. In the chat,
0: Luis Not says, my... ROMs are okay as long as you own the game. And I own Ghostbusters on Sega Master System, my own N64 WWF,
2: no mercy. So I'm fine. And plus, the idea sometimes you just can't buy these games anymore. And or the only way to get them is like buy a Wii U. Like, nah, yeah, oh, God, Acti- please. Is, is Activision
1: still
0: making <laughs> that? Long should long be long. illegal. <laughs> Buying a Wii U in 2022 oh, should be illegal, 100. But I also, agree. there's the
1: fact is, is Activision still in, making money? I'm sorry, you right there, too, blessing. I think we'll all
0: agree on this panel. We have a gun control problem as well, right? A great mm. way yes. to test out banning assault rifles and how we turn them in is if we just ban Wii Us and have people have to turn in their Wii Us. <laughs> <laughs> and be like, this could be the this could be the beta for banning assault <laughs> the, the rifles. The buyback all right. Wii U system. <laughs> <laughs> it's our wii u buyback program for, we apologize if you bought this thing you know what i mean jesus christ nintendo throws a bone <laughs> if you ladies and gentlemen don't want to throw us a bone on patreon.com slash kind of funny games of course you can get each and every episode of the games cast for free on youtube.com slash kind of funny games roosterteeth.com and podcast services around the globe each and every week uh of course you would you have to listen to the ads you want to be able to write in you're going to be a patreon producer you want to get the post show you want to be able to watch live frankly it would be bad all right, it would be a bad time for you. But if it's what you got to do, no big deal. If you want to go the extra mile, use the creator code kind of funny on the Epic Game Store when maybe you're downloading Fortnite, when you're buying something in Rumbleverse on your Xbox, or when you're doing whatever on your PlayStation and Rocket League. No matter where you're using something that uses an Epic Game Store, you can plug it in and help us out, and that'd be great. Uh, speaking of helping us out and being great, housekeeping for you. Guess what? It's time loop right now, kind of one of those looper. Uh, if you're listening to this as it pops, it's a Thursday morning. You're yawning. You're pouring your coffee. I guess you know. Sometimes out on the, you know, no, you know, even on the East Coast, it's 9 a.m. right now when this pops. It's still early. You got your coffee. You're what am I going to do today? We're doing a kind of funny town hall. Twitch.tv slash kind of funny games. 11 a.m. Pacific. It's me. It's Tim. It's Joey. It's us running you through the changes we're making to programming and Patreon mm-hmm. and all the stuff as we build up to, of course, the launch of the spare bedroom kind of funny studios on October 14th with a marathon stream. So go to Twitch. If you're able to live on Thursday and if not, the archive and stuff will be up and you can go watch it elsewhere. And there'll be a video with all the stuff recapping and yada, 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 yada. Right, Joe.
4: Right. I watched the first version of the video. but maybe the final version of the video. It's great.
0: I mean, when Roger's editing, you know, it's going to be a home run, you know, you don't have to worry about it. Mm-hmm. Thank you to our Patreon producers, Fargo Brady, Delaney Twining, Holy crumpets, James Hastings and Andrew, Or I'm sorry, Casey Andrew. In the, in the in the yellow pages is, and that's how i think blessing when i see the things yellow pages yellow how pages, old are you it would have <laughs>
4: been <laughs> they don't even send them out anymore
0: andrew casey thank god i hated the, the fucking yellow pages if i'm being honest why? I went for it, no reason whatsoever. I just got an adrenaline spike
1: when I cursed. Like, I literally <laughs> thought am I allowed to curse on this show?
0: I've been doing kind of funny for eight fucking
1: years. I curse <laughs> on everything. What? Well, you're still in the rigor roll, I feel like. And so it's like, oh, am I about to say an ad sponsorship? Like, I feel like it's that kind of thing. Sure, but also, sure, sure. Isn't that wild that like and may, maybe Greg? You have to clear this up what the deal was with the yellow pages, because I was a youngin'. But like that was just a book that we all had at our houses that had everybody's phone number in it, right? Yeah. Well, no, the yellow Pages was like for businesses, right? That's the white pages, right?
0: I grew up with them being combined where you had white mm. pages and yellow pages in one big thing Same. in the um, of Chicago. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yellow pages were commercial. White pages were uh, d- domestic. <laughs> <laughs> I, whenever, residential. I what residential. That's <laughs> yeah. it, right? Thank you very much. Yeah, because yeah, the commercial but... makes
1: sense, obviously. But the residential, I, feel like I don't want people just having my phone number. It was well, you, weird, could be yeah. unlisted,
2: you could request to be unlisted, but I'm sure they fucked that up all the time. Too. I always thought it was cool when mine was in there. It felt, has to be?
3: Yeah.
0: I've told the story before, but I know every day we get brand new listeners around here, and I don't know if I did it on Gamescast, but They're gone one by of the yeah. most exciting <laughs> moments and then one of the most depressing moments was when the internet was a hot and happening thing. And I forget what we did, but we, I guess, sent away, or mom clicked on a button on AOL to get the internet yellow pages sent to us, and I, I thought we were going to be in it. Like, I thought you, it would have all the screen names and email addresses. It'd be like, Greg Miller, because I had my own email address. I'm like, Greg Miller, you know, Superboy27 or or whatever it was at AOL.com. When I got it's it, it was just so ads. I was funny. so pissed off. I was so pissed off. I digress. Uh, you know what ads I do like? Today's sponsors, it's going to be NZXT, Canvas Gaming Monitors, and Uplift. But we'll tell you about that later. For now, everyone's going to step into their time machine. We're going to go back roughly one month to August 23rd, 2022. It's a day that'll live in infamy. At 6.20 p.m. Pacific time, Andy, on the kind of funny Slack, Joey Noel said, (laughs) what are the odds we could get codes for all the current Destiny expansions if I wanted to get ready for the new stuff in February? This then set off a firestorm of commenters there, including Blessing Adio A.J. Jr., of course, the Disney Prince. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Paris Lily, the Jackal. And all these other people who wanted to play Destiny and get back into Destiny, that was this big old of people who wanted to play Destiny 2 once again. Uh, as with most kind of funny ideas, I looked at it and said, That's a great idea. They'll never actually do it. And lo and behold, even today on twitch.tv/slash kind of funny games, there's Andy, there's Snowbike Mike, there's Nick Scarpino playing Destiny 2. Joey's out there. Running I I you know, I was like, well, Joey's falling off. Andy's like, no, no, I'm playing with Joey. This is happening over there. Blah, blah, blah. Let's start here, Joey. Yeah. Put me in to your headspace on August 23rd at 619, right before you sent the slack. At what are you thinking about Destiny? What is happening uh, to spark this interest from you? And then I guess also, what is your history here with Destiny? Because today's topic, ladies and gentlemen, is <laughs> just should you start Destiny 2 in 2022? Because so many of you have come back to it.
4: Yeah. Uh, so I don't know if it was exactly that day or if my brain is just Swiss cheese and I thought about it earlier in the week and then I remembered. Sure, sure, sure. Uh, something big had happened with Destiny. I feel like they maybe announced the next a, expansion. A trailer for the big new expansion.
1: Thank you. I believe light Bungie ball. had a showcase. The Perfect. Light. Buzz light That's unit. what it is.
4: So my timeline that day, a buzz, people talking about Destiny. And this is a game that I've thought about multiple times jumping into over the last, I don't know, five years that it's been out. Sure. I feel like it happens every once in a while where like, I'm like, maybe I should play the division. Is anybody So a quick timeout. You've
0: never played any destiny.
4: Two. <laughs> never played any destiny. Zero destiny. Absolutely okay. Okay. zero. Um, But like my like girl group of people, I think I'm the only one that hasn't me like me and Lauren, I think are the only two that haven't played destiny. So they, and that's how the rest of the group met. So they've okay. been popping in and out. Uh, so I hit up that girl group and I was like, if I wanted to play destiny, how many of you are still playing? Does anybody want to jump back in? And everyone was like, Oh no, are we going to do this? Uh, and somehow everyone was like, yeah, we are. So that's when I asked for codes. I did not expect a response from anybody on the team. I thought for sure I was going to be the only one. Everyone's like, that's kind of random. Uh, but I was pleasantly surprised. I'm shocked that people are still playing. To be honest, I thought we would have lost Mike. I think we thought we would have lost Nick andy been driving that train not letting anybody get off i appreciate it
2: we would have lost nick and mike if i wasn't the one pushing for this (laughs) well well, yeah mike just gets very like ah, it's mindless it's just fucking just shooting stuff and like the frustration sets in very early with he and that's
4: every game he
2: plays though i know i know i know but
4: destiny is like so overly complicated that i feel like i have to work really hard to want to play the game in a way that like i don't feel like i've ever had to do before But it's been a month,
0: and you still are playing the game, Joe.
4: I am. So,
0: so did it? Yeah, I guess that's the question: is you know, should you start Destiny in 2022? You've jumped in, and it is working out. But yeah, why is it working out? Like, what spoke to you this time to actually push you over the edge? Was it just how cool the content looked, and then having this group?
4: Uh, It's both of those things. I also think that like in the last like, probably since like during COVID, I've played way more shooters than I've ever played before in my life. And so now it's like, ooh, this is this is fun versus I think I kind of used to think they were boring uh yeah i'm not playing joey's out keyboard, just... so i don't know <laughs> oh,
2: <All> right.
4: <laughs> i wish i looked that cool no even when i play on joey's uh,
2: joey's on virtually. her fucking steam deck <laughs>
4: <laughs> man can i tell you trying to get it to work on steam deck has been a challenge and truly right now the best way to play it is on stadia which is not great um oh. i know <laughs> but it's because they have all their anti-cheat stuff that you can't um yeah.
0: um
4: so yeah so i will say that i have had to put in more work more googling of like the dumbest things to like (laughs) be able to play this game not to mention because i haven't had any history with destiny even when i'm trying to do seasonal stuff because i've been trying to run story stuff with the same fire team i get locked out of so much because it's like you need to go to europa but i haven't unlocked Europa because i haven't played beyond light or whatever the fuck that uh expansion is called and stuff like that that the other day though yeah, we did. But Shit then it's a lot of even fun. figuring out that that's the reason why I yeah. can't go to that planet is like a lot of Reddit threats that I'm having.
2: It, Andy it, Cortez. Andy Here's Cortez. the thing, Joe. It it reminds me a lot of um, perhaps like playing through a game, uh, playing through a Souls game when you have Twitch chat makes the experience easier because... They are guiding you. They're softly. They're they're putting their hand on the small of your back and they're saying, "Hey, young one, go this direction," with consent, Greg. With consent. I was gonna say, why? Well, how about we go to shoulder blades? there, all right. No, nah, I like, like the small. The the third date. It's comforting. It feels good. <laughs> um, but they're saying like they're nudging you towards a direction and like the bless can attest to this too when he played through Bloodborne on his stream as well. Like we, when you have Imran kind of not backseating you, uh, when you have Tam and Chad and other people kind of saying like hey, go this way, do this, you know, I think it makes the experience smoother for sure and less frustrating. And I don't know how I'd really be taking, uh, how I'd be experiencing Destiny. I probably would have given up on it had I not had Chris Anka there for a lot of those streams, had Joey not popped in to help out with some stuff. Obviously, Twitch chat is helpful, but the problem with listening to Twitch chat is like seven people have 18 different things they want to say, so it's like hard to kind of focus on one. But Chris Anka was helping out immensely in our experience with Destiny. And I think that I. I the question you're asking, Greg, is I think is a, is a bit more complicated because, yes, I think you should hop into Destiny in 2022. I'm having an absolute blast. I am. I feel like uh, <laughs> I feel like the guy just, just super, coming in super late to this gigantic fan of being like, yo, this Destiny shit's fucking lit, dude. <laughs> like, these environments right, are incredible. Right, right. These levels are great. And they're like, yeah, man, we've been saying that for years. And Have like, you
4: ever heard of Iron Man? Like...
2: <laughs> <laughs> like, obviously, I played through the Destiny 2, the first vault, and I was really big into Destiny 1, or not the first vault, but the Vault of Glass, the first raid, raid. was in Destiny 1. And then for Destiny 2, the first raid was... The The one with that big golden fucking guy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I ran through that and that was an absolute blast. And then I fell off like I usually do. But I think one thing that kind of helped me want to get back into this is knowing that it's a multiplayer experience for me, Nick, and Mike to play on stream. And they are a bit more insular. I I knew I didn't want to go on stream and say, let's just run around and find shit to do. You're never going to get anywhere with that. That's not going to be fun. That's not going to work with them. We have to be tunnel vision focused on a mission. So let's find when we had uh, Chris helping me and Joey say like, oh, you all can run the Straight. beyond light on um, yeah, yeah. the the beyond light campaign, that which was like two expansions ago. They had me, Nick and Mike running through the witch queen, witch queen campaign. And having direction like that, extremely helpful. However, not everybody's going to have that. So I would suggest looking for tutorials. Maybe there's like a... How to play Destiny in 2022, because having help definitely was uh, incredibly important for me to want to keep on going because I'm having a blast with it, but I'd be super lost and I'm still super lost at times, even with help. Go ahead, Greg. Yeah, that's the thing, you know, for this episode, I
0: reached out to the audience and said, hey, come over to the Patreon page chime in and give both your advice on starting Destiny or jumping back into Destiny. And then also what's keeping you away if you're on the other side of the coin and overwhelmingly first off. I don't know if you guys know this. Destiny very popular.
4: <laughs> A lot of people wrote in. I was shocked at how many like very, very active groups of people are still playing Destiny because I had no idea it was very off my radar.
0: And we had gotten in 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 I know that Destiny's popular. Obviously, I know people like Steve Saylor. Like we already brought up Paris. Like I know that our friends play and stuff like that. But in terms of our audience, the amount of people who wrote in and I mean, like I would go, I don't even think I, I'll be conservative and say 75% of responses, but maybe 80 uh, were like, have friends, play with friends. That was such a key component of it, of how to learn. But then there were other ones I thought that were helpful too. If you're thinking of starting at home, ladies and gentlemen, Trey Daniels wrote in and said, start slow. There are a lot of systems and it takes time to get used to them. I recommend playing some seasonal content since that's fresh. Lots of people are playing it so you can easily join others and learn what to do. Then once you're getting the basics down, jump into a campaign. Witch Queen or Beyond Light are good starting places to experience great missions and useful loot. Similarly, Mr. Evil 37 said, focus on Beyond Light and the Witch Queen campaigns. If you yep. enjoy those, then try to dip your toes into the wider content like the seasonal storyline. Ideally with a friend or two to guide you through and advise you on what's worth doing, what good is good gear, etc. The new slash returning player experience isn't great, but once you're up to speed and back into it, it's outstanding. Andy, you've given your thoughts here uh, at the top level, but I don't know your background. Talk to me about coming back to
2: Destiny. You didn't come in fresh like Joey. You had played before, right? Um, uh, you, Right, yeah. Like I, Obviously, I played. I was addicted to Destiny 1. I was like hours and hours. Um, I've told this story before, but that was when I first got my first game development job, and we had very flexible hours. So my schedule, I made it 7 in the morning until 4 p.m., And what I would do is I would get home, and I would sleep until 1 in the morning, maybe. As soon as I'd get home from work, I'd sleep until midnight or 1, and I would play from midnight or 1 until I had to go to work at 7 a.m. It was fucked up. That's how addicted I was.
0: (laughs) It was fucked up. It was really (laughs) fucked up, but I "I loved it.
2: The only time
3: I think I've ever gotten to uh, an argument with Andy is when a friend of ours at the time, when Destiny 2 came out, we ran the raid without him and he was he was he was bitter about it for sure
2: <laughs> and that was and that was and that was destiny two and um uh, i i I did a lot of content in destiny one. I came back for destiny two we did the the um the raid there, and then I hopped back in when it went free to play on p c just to kind of see how it looks, and it's like, all right, I'm playing keyboard and mouse now how does this how does this uh, game kind of feel um several years later and I know they went through a bit of an engine overhaul in the last couple of years, and I'm still so stunned at how amazingly good looking this game is. It is so much prettier than I'd ever would have expected given its age, right? You just expect to, you know, I, destiny two came out in what? 2017, 2018, Uh, September,
0: 2017, destiny one was September,
2: 2014. And yeah, it's just, you know, here we are five years later and, running through a lot of these the more recent content you walk into these environmental spaces and it's like god dude this art team is just popping off every corner you turn is a beautiful just painting uh so i'm really just super into art and they're killing it there so that kind of has me interested but um yeah being back in it it's it's just you kind of immediately feel those destiny hooks getting back in you and the gameplay is so fun and it isn't Just sort of mindless shooting, like I feel like it was back in the day. I feel like a lot of these missions are given a lot more thought and they have a bit more structure with giving roles. Even you know, the way it always felt back in the day was the raids were really the only piece of the content. And I know people are probably going to disagree and say that I'm wrong and stuff, but like to me, back in the day, it felt like the whole game was just shooting a bunch of shit, and then when you get to the raid, that's where all the complexity sort of enters the fray. That's I, that where definitely
0: it's... would be my interpretation of it as well. Right, like I was right, right. I popped in and I watched you guys play today and I thought maybe you were doing a raid because you were calling out, I'm light, he's dark, Yada yeah. Right. And as somebody, I, you know, my Destiny, uh, one experience was playing for a while. I forget how that ever ends. But Destiny 2, <laughs> I went through uh you know played a lot with the what's good guardians did some stuff with the kind of funny crew uh, ended up platinuming it so I did the first raid and everything else and I turned it off and never ever really came back and so like when I saw you guys doing today I was like oh is this raid content and then I was watching it it wasn't there is actually that idea now
2: yeah there there's a lot more uh sort of mechanics being put into the game that aren't just necessarily exclusive to the raids which I think is awesome as hell it's a lot more engaging It's a lot more fun. And you also don't feel like, um, well, shit, I'm the guy who's having to run the items. That means I'm never going to shoot. This is boring. Uh, I feel like they kind of balance out the experience pretty well. And for me, me, Mike, and Nick playing today, this dungeon, which is what we're playing, because they have not only the strikes, but they have these dungeons, which are kind of just mini raids, which are three-person experiences as opposed to six people um it it was just so much fun and I think the Bungie team is obviously like there's they've had hardcore fans for so long for a reason because they are putting out a product that's continuing to deliver and I know every once in a while they'll put out an expansion the community isn't happy about but I feel like everything that I've played of Destiny 2 so far in the last month or so has been top notch I haven't felt bored or disengaged by any of it i don't know if joey kind of feels the same i'm having an absolute blast with it it's still very very complicated and holy fuck the amount of currencies and items and npcs (laughs) need to talk to so
4: many shards
2: it's still a pain in the ass don't get me wrong but um there is a i feel like if i think the question i always had with destiny was like i don't know what i don't know that that was always my problem like i don't know what i'm what i'm supposed to be looking for therefore like i don't even know step one you know you're (laughs) telling me to get to step four and five but i don't even know where to start step one at so once you kind of get into that flow of click this mission and then you finish that then that mission is going to stay on this screen and just getting used to the menus even even now i'm opening menus that i don't recognize and i'm kind of scared by but (laughs) getting into the flow of like here's my destinations here's my quests and I'm trying to just only track that one. Don't click a fuckload. Like, just track the one you need, and you'll kind of find a flow with it. Now, yeah,
4: it's a lot.
2: <laughs> speaking of flow, flow, we know well, go ahead.
4: Oh, yeah, it's a lot. I totally second everything Andy's saying of like being able to play with people uh the what's good guardians have been great they've run me through a bunch of stuff special shout out to the destiny kind of funny destiny 2 pc clan they're like really great super welcoming and that's another thing everybody i've talked to that like continuously plays destiny has been like super very nice. welcoming like very eager to like help you learn and run things through uh real quick
0: zebra had written in on patreon.com slash kind of funny games and his advice was talk to at Borzen about joining the kind of funny destiny yeah. 2 clan if you haven't already their discord is very helpful. <laughs>
4: discord is super helpful they have or they use this cool thing called i think it's the 100 which is a way for you to like sign up for different raids without having to do the like annoying like who's available now it's like here's the time here are all the people there's two alternates here's all the screen names it's like a really great and easy way um and you can decide like hey like i'm a person i'm this is my first time so i need people to help me run through this versus like hey we want to do like this master legendary whatever the fuck it's called level thing so you like kind of know what to pop in for and what you're getting yourself into. Very helpful. Very cool. I haven't done any of it, but I keep looking at <laughs> it. I'm just scared to do a raid. <laughs> uh, so shout out to them today. Chat, you you find bores in
2: Borsin on Twitter. B-O-R-Z-E-N. Today, Chad to decided that the meme Nick and Mike are not ready for a raid. Um, <laughs> but but the mission we were doing was like kind of tough and we were so close to beating it. Uh, yeah. And then at one point, uh, Nick's wife, D, walked in the room and started talking to him and we we're like, oh, Nick's busy. Fuck, fuck. I'm down. And then Mike was like, I'm down. And we're like, well, we got to start over, and, we're, and Nick was like, "I have to get on a call, dude. I cannot do this right now." So we had to quit out on that mission. But...
0: The Achilles heel of any kind of raid, like raid like content, yep. right? Where it is like you're you're in it for an hour. I mean, and I, I talked about this was always the thing for Destiny Two is I remember doing, and I always it's the Destiny Two raid, the first one, the guy with the cup, the big cup guy that we fought. Chalice, over. yeah, the chalice. Uh, but I, what's the, the name of the uh, raid? up here? Leviathan, Leviathan, Leviathan raid. Leviathan. There you go. And God, I remember like. Cool one. I remember failing at that with Andrea and a, mi- a mix of kind of funny and uh, what's good guardians. And I remember failing at it for hours. And at the end of it, like, you know, I, f- I feel like we put like five hours in or whatever one night and I was talking to Jenna by the next day. I'm like, yeah, we kept failing, but it was fun. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like you felt like you were making progress, just sw- sh- switching up strategies, trying to figure out how you want to go do it. Yeah. Now yeah. the one thing I want to pull into this conversation, of course, is that, as I said, August 23rd, 6 20 PM Pacific time the world shifts the access tilts <laughs> then august 23rd at six twenty one p.m pacific time one minute after joey sent her her uh, slack blessing responds with the eye emoji and says joester you trying to run some destiny
1: but blessing what happened to you where are you at where's your destiny journey uh so i played it for like probably like four five to ten ish hours I, I hopped in with some friends uh one of those friends being i think kayla who is now at Bungie, but i think does play with the with the what's good clan as well uh and it's that it's that thing that you guys are describing in terms of the wealth of the content and the embarrassment of riches that you have in destiny 2 it's similar to the, what we talk about when we talk about gta online where i'm somebody who i pop into gta online constantly so i kind of always know the things i want to do and how to do them and like i don't really have the problem that newcomers have coming in uh De- destiny 2 i am the newcomer where i come in and i'm like ah, shit, it's been five years since I played this game, right? And my story is similar to you, Greg, and you, Andy, where, you know, at launch for Destiny 2, I played the hell out of Destiny 2. I played, when I checked my Xbox hours, it said I I played like 80 hours. And honestly, that's probably somewhere around correct because I did the, you know, I did the base campaign. I did a bunch of missions. I did the raid and the raid itself, you know, talking about how many times you go back to do it and it's still always fun. I probably spent maybe 15, at least 15 hours, maybe 20 hours, on just that raid because I would go back uh, coordinate a time with friends and then we we would get to the run final boss and like we wouldn't finish it and then we'd uh. run it again and then we wouldn't finish it and then we like like it was that thing of all my pockets of friends somehow finish the raid except for me. So I'm like begging people oh, I'm no. like yo please like somebody get me just to the end of this raid. We're almost there. I've like leveled up and I'm ready to do this. And then eventually finally we able to, we're able to do it. And um funny enough when I checked my trophy list because I had I had migrated. I had played on Xbox originally because most of my friends were playing on Xbox. When I migrated my save a couple of years ago when they made, uh, made cross-save a thing, it popped all the trophies on PlayStation. And when I went back uh, a few weeks ago when we talked about getting the codes and stuff, uh, I looked at my trophy list. And I was like, yo, I'm literally three trophies away from the Platinum. And two Damn. of the trophies is just running the through the uh, campaign as the other classes that I wasn't playing as because I play as a hunter. And then the other trophy was doing like the legendary version of whatever like the specific strike mission was i can't remember the exact wording of it do you um, got the stuff for that though Les?
2: Do you got the stuff. Not, Damn. The i mean out. right
1: now apparently not like right because <laughs> i was like oh I'll, I'll knock that out right now that i looked at the leveling and they were like oh you have to have this much light and i'm like i'm pretty sure i had that much at launch and i think they're along the line uh i think rebalancing happened or like with new expansions maybe they kick your level down i think something like that happened to where i was just not able to do that thing um but i made that my goal i was like okay now i want to get to that number so i can run that um strike and then get hopefully get unlock that trophy so i can get the platinum and on the way to doing that it started off as me having kayla show me like all right what are the campaigns i need to do she was like hey let's start off with beyond light because beyond light will get you this cool ability started beyond light and i i was having the same thing that any was having in terms of oh man destiny is a beautiful game oh man how fun is destiny to play right and like that was one of the things that brought me back originally after seeing that new trailer for the expansion coming next next year is the fact that I get nostalgic for Destiny now where whenever I think about Destiny, I think about the raids and I think about how good the gunplay is and I'm like, oh man, I want to jump back into it. But then I start jumping back into it and I'm like, oh man, I don't understand shit about what's going on <laughs> in this story. I need an and so, adult. Yeah, I need an adult. And so I like, started, started Beyond Light and then like shortly in, Kayla's like, uh, actually, maybe we should do Witch Queen. I feel like Witch Queen would be a, be a better starting place. But then, like, we signed off for the night. And then I dragged my other friend, Yami, who doesn't play Destiny, into it. And we started playing the Witch Queen campaign. And it was the same thing of me being like, I don't understand what our beef is with Sabathun. Like, Sabathun <laughs> hasn't done anything <laughs> wrong to me yet. Like, all Sabathun did was show up, and all of a sudden, we're storming their ship. Uh, and we did that for the first couple of missions. And I was like, ah, you know what I want to do? I want to play uh, Crucible because i really dug crucible at the launch of destiny and funny enough i think crucible is one of those things that a lot i think a lot of the destiny community doesn't fuck with because the balancing is off and i think like network code which one's
4: crucible and which one's gambit i always get them confused
1: crucible is pvp so you're doing like the 4v4 stuff whereas gambit is this the
4: capturing the points or is this pve
1: pvp the moats. So, Gambit is more, yeah, there's like, there's ads and there's like enemies that you're fighting that aren't player controlled, but I think you're essentially doing PVE VP, whereas Crucible is just straight up PVP, 44, capture, um, or kill,
2: or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Gambit is the mode they introduced, um, I believe, somewhere near the start of Destiny 2, maybe right at the beginning, but that's the one, Joe, where you can see the other team also on the other side yeah doing their shit and then you can clearly send i'm an not invader playing over there. anything
4: that's pvp yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. and that's what i did and, like me and Yavi hopped into pvp
1: because i started getting nostalgic for it because i fucking love the pvp at launch uh and hopping back in i was like oh man i'm still really enjoying this pvp like again a lot of the destiny community i, I, I from what i gathered doesn't fuck with it that much but i do and so i was doing that as a way to hopefully get my gear up and then go and do that strike that I wanna to do to get the platinum and then maybe work my way through the Witch Queen campaign and the other campaign. But just somewhere along the line, I was just like, ah. I'm good. And then I started seeing like I what I wanted to do was was play with like either Joey or play with Andy and them. But it was always during the stream and I'd be busy during the stream, either doing KTD or doing like some other the PS Love You or whatever other stuff. And so it's it's the thing of the stars didn't line up for me of getting into Destiny with, uh, with people. And it's the thing of I'd also don't want to play by myself uh, just because like it's, it's the thing we're talking about where there's so much to learn and so much information to kind of sift through to figure out what you want to do. And so I'm like over here kind of on an island by myself being like, ah. Uh, Maybe I won't do it. Maybe I'll just continue playing Inscription or God of War. And also was God of War to play. uh, But playing other things as well.
4: Blessing and I have had so many ships passing in the night moments with Destiny of like, uh, we'll talk about it. And I'll look at my phone in like hours before. Blessing's like, are you actually playing Destiny tonight? I'm like, oh, fuck, sorry. (laughs) Clearly (laughs) I was. And I just haven't looked at my phone in three hours. My bad.
1: There Uh, there was one where like, I think I... I texted Joey and I was like, hey, do you want to chop on Destiny? And I didn't know when Joey was waking up. But then I look on my PlayStation and I see like some of the what's good crew playing. And I was like, oh, Fuck, okay. I'm too late. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> either they're playing with Joey or they're playing like by themselves. And if they're playing by themselves, they're doing some high level shit that I can't even, you know, get involved with. But yeah. I was like, oh, man, do I double text Joey? I'll just leave it alone. <laughs> but yeah, we all, we keep having the, the ships pass in the night.
4: I will say yeah. that having a three person fire team is wildly inconvenient because everyone's always getting
0: left out a
4: hundred percent threes a really inconvenient
0: number <laughs> for sure yeah that's been my thing where you know even today when we were I popped on the stream just to horse around for a little bit like Andy and I've t- talked off stream and in meetings about you know oh maybe I should get in there too or try to get the kick the tires on it and then Nick was asking me about it again too and it's like I respect Destiny so much. I had so much fun with Destiny for the Platinum for Destiny 2, but it's just one of those things that I look at the mountain to climb back up to get into content that I could play with other people, let alone the fact that I know how harebrained my 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 schedule is these days. Of like, It's so hard to predict what night I will have that free time to jump in and do stuff. I just don't want to be on the hook for that when... I have other things coming up there. It's the fact that review season's kicking up right now that I, and then on top of that, I'm just not the shooter guy. So it's something I watch the very much from the pane of glass. And I'm like, or the SpongeBob, movie movie. <laughs> everybody out there having so much fun. And I'm like, I'm glad you guys are. I'm not, a, it's not enough to push me to make myself get back out there, but I'm glad you are having fun together. Uh, there's some other questions, some other things I want to talk about. Speaking of having fun together, we have a great time over on patreon.com kind of funny games. On patreon.com kind of funny games, you can get the show ad free. You could write in and be part of it. You could be a patreon producer. You could get the post show. We're doing another episode of Kind of Feudy, the hit blessing game show. And of course, you could be watching live like Nicole is, like Mokoshona is, and of course, like Brian is. However, you're not watching on patreon.com slash kind of funny games right now, are you?
5: So here's a word from our sponsor. Shout out to NZXT Canvas Gaming Monitors. We are huge fans of NZXT here at Kind of Funny, and I gotta say, these monitors, they're Andy Cortez approved, Kevin Coello approved, and Tim Gettys approved because of their sweet 1440p resolution with 165 hertz refresh rate and one millisecond response hits. That's sweet spot for gamers due to the balance of picture and performance. They're available in 27-inch and 32-inch curved displays, variable refresh rate support for all of the major GPUs, they provide an excellent gaming experience for any game genre. You can get the monitor just alone, you can get it with a stand, or you can get it with some pretty cool mounts. There's built in software support with NZXT Cam that lets you control all your monitor settings directly on your PC. No need to mess with the clunky hardware menus to lock in your desired settings. They thought of it all. It's sold exclusively on NZXT.com. You can learn more about the NZXT Canvas gaming monitors at NZXT.co slash kind of funny that's nzxt.co slash
2: kinda Funny. shout out to uplift for sponsoring this episode i've been using my uplift desk for well over a year now i love the thing so much i decided to write a rap song for them The build quality is real good it's made of real high quality wood they didn't ask for it i just did it anyway getting my uplift desk immediately improved my mood whenever i'm on shows i'm standing up i'm feeling a lot more energetic and also i kind of feel like i was just maybe creating some bad habits sitting down at a desk all day i would move my legs up i'd sit underneath my legs on my chair and eventually all that stuff just created really bad back pain for me choose from laminate whiteboard bamboo solid wood butcher block or even custom solid wood or laminate options uplift desk won new york times wire cutters best standing desk from 2019 to 2022 and while i'm at it i'm just gonna give them an award as well best standing desk that i use in my bedroom from when they sent it to me until now uplift desk have a 15 year warranty they ship the same day you order with free shipping and free return shipping so if you've been feeling the effects of sitting at a desk for eight hours a day Maybe you want some more energy in your life. Maybe you want to do squats in the middle of a Zoom call or something. Uplift your life. Go to com slash uplift.
0: Again, everyone wrote in to say, hey, friends. Chris wrote in and said, have fun with friends and don't get lost in the weeds. Destiny has slowly evolved into an MMO with an emphasis on custom class builds and modifications. But at its core, Destiny is a game with beautiful worlds to get lost in with your friends while enjoying a story that has been reaching its peak. I've made some great friends through my 8 plus year journey uh, journey of playing, and the adventures are always better when you're not, you, you aren't alone. Follow your quest tabs, ch- uh, chase those god tier weapons, and try out a raid a destiny raid is the ultimate destiny experience that just gave so me chills i got me <laughs> <Yeah>. i, <laughs> I want to hop back in right now
4: <laughs> <laughs> i will lie talking <laughs> about
0: destiny does make me want to play destiny but then i even even today watching you guys play it with the light and dark stuff was fun but it was like oh i remember this enemy oh yeah you shoot them in the little white pustule in their chest to take them out rather than their head i'm like i remember this i'm like i don't know if i need to go back for that i don't know if i want to jump back into
2: that greg you, you say the word because the other day when i was uh, streaming with Nick it was just like it was just me and Nick because Mike was off doing something and I ended up hopping to another hopping into another strike that we had already done on his character but it was one that I was like getting that familiarity it was the first time that I had done something repeatedly sure in my time back with it and I kind of just really liked that feeling of that familiarity of oh, something sure. that I've at least seen in the last month. So I am down to rerun stuff. The current dungeon we're running right now is again, it's tough. It's challenging. Which one
4: is it? I don't think I've done this prophecy. OK, I think I've only uh, run duality kind of in grasp of average.
2: So fucking cool. It's so it, it, like basically this the whole idea of this dungeon is that. If you are in the shadows and you kill an enemy they will drop dark motes of light or whatever, dark, motes, dark motes little little uh, prisms right those little triangle pyramids sure you sure. go pick them up and you have to deliver, deliver five whenever you collect them if you are not in shadow if you are in the light and you kill them they drop light motes so you're having to get the right things but also be in shadow while there's an enemy trying to hit you who has a good vantage point on you. It's like, fuck, I'm not in the light. Get in the light, Nick. There's a guy over there. Get get that guy and then get the fucking points and drop him, deliver him. It's a fucking blast, dude. It's it's so it could be challenging and frustrating, but I'm totally back in the mode right now where it's like I want to keep on playing Destiny. And knowing that there's good court content out there, knowing that right now isn't going to be a grind is even more exciting for me. it's not like I played a whole lot, and now I'm just going to grind gear for the next big release. I love the idea of knowing that there's good story content out there, whether I know what the hell's going on or not. I really don't, but it's <laughs> do cool. I skip yeah. every
4: cutscene? Yes, but, but it's, it's cool. still cool. Yeah, it's well, cool
2: cutscenes and the visuals are just absolutely insane. I love that. I love jumping off of skipping the cutscenes and all this stuff
0: into Alt Levi's comment. Alt Levi wrote in to answer my question on Patreon.com slash Kinda Funny Games and said, "The honest answer is that." You should not come back or start Destiny right Damn. now. With so much of the story and lore permanently ripped from the game, and the initial startup dropping you in at the beginning of its current arc's final act it's almost impossible to begin now and form enough of an attachment without spending a decent amount of time looking through old youtube vids and or wikis to get some idea of who what where when and why hopefully Bungie does something better with the future expansions to give a proper catch-up but as of right now the new light experience is close to useless then on the days. other hand if you just want to drop in and mindlessly gun down thousands of enemies with no care as to why then go right ahead That's <laughs> and me. it sounds like <laughs> yeah, that's that's kind too. of funny experience but like that's <laughs>
1: that's also the reason why i've not been i've not felt compelled to go back myself right like i yeah. again i started the witch queen and i was like what the fuck is going on here i started playing v Online, and i'm like what the fuck is going on here and when i think about all the things i loved about my 80 hours of destiny at launch I, none of it was story like the cinematics are dope as hell sure. the visuals are dope as hell it looks great it sounds great but like I think about the time I spent with friends playing that game, right? And I think about yeah. the what Andy just described in terms of like, oh yeah, these mechanics and these systems to make the, the gunplay engaging. In terms of yeah, collecting all these things, shoot these enemies in the dark. You have to shoot this enemy from like on top of a tree while swinging, or to make them drop. Oh, the jungle banana. tactic. The jungle yeah. T- tactic, yeah. Like stuff like that. Playing Destiny is the stuff that made me go, oh shit, this is dope as hell. Um, but that's the stuff that I. That's the stuff that I think. You kind of have to dig for a little bit coming back to it right like i i feel like i might have to just skip through the cutscenes and go straight to that content uh to to enjoy it more but i like playing destiny for the story right now at least trying to get into it from the ground that i'm at has been difficult to appreciate on that level part and i think
0: there's that for me and then it's also the when i start getting psyched up for that games as a service thing it does become like well would I want to go back to this thing and try to learn it all or should I go back to the division? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Should I go back to something where I, yeah, even though I never will and it breaks my heart, but DC Universe Online where I have this giant sink of hours where I'd love to go back and be part of that community and that thing again, but I know I won't because it would be the same onboarding process for DC Universe Online Division. I think it's a bit easier because I kept up with all that and played through all the expansions, but it's always such a, a gamble with these things of how do you want to get in? What do you want to do? Right. Uh, I asked people as well. We've been talking about why you should come back. Right. Uh, what's keeping you from coming back. Right. Cameron Kennedy wrote in uh, to patreon.com slash kind of funny games. He says, I tried to get back in, but it costs quite a bit to get all the expansions. I doubt I can get my friends back in again, and it's very overwhelming trying to figure out what I should be doing. So many expansions over a sequel feels a bit like maybe they're catering to the hardcore dedicated fan base, which makes me hesitant about whether newer content would be for me anyway. This is something Barrett and I had run into uh, long before you guys saved by the bell of a new class did this all right <laughs> barrett and i before benjamin before everything else like should we get into destiny yeah we should get we jumped in had no fucking idea what we are doing didn't play with an experienced player and then we we're like this is supposed to be awesome we clicked on it and it was like all right cool pay 20 bucks and we were both oh no we're yeah not gonna do that. all right we, we forgot that for the at the point at,
3: at that point i think everything else was uh free through game pass i think yeah and mm-hmm. we were playing on playstation like a couple of jabronis and yeah, that was a that was a disheartening night because we were riding high. There must have been another trailer or something that like came out, and both you and I were like, "We're playing Destiny Two tonight," <laughs> and we played roughly twenty minutes of Destiny Two. Do you yeah, think, wh-
1: where do you guys where are you guys at in terms of does that happen to us with Lightfall? Not in the sense that like it'll cost or whatever, because I'm sure we can get like codes or whatever to, uh, to hop in. But in the sense that like that trailer that they dropped, I guess last month was it now? Uh, that trailer looked dope as fuck. I don't know if you guys remember of like people legit, legitimately swinging from like these strips of light. It looked like a cyberpunk city environment type deal. Looked really cool. That was the catalyst for I think all of us probably getting back into Destiny to some extent. Uh, Do you think Lightfall will be the one that gets us all in on the ground floor and makes us like, gets us involved? Or do you think there's a chance of us falling off because the story uh, doesn't hit for us like it might hit for the the hardest of the hardcore of Destiny?
2: I'm stoked to check it out like I'm gonna be there for that um especially knowing that my habit with destiny was always hopping in on the ground floor of a new expansion uh because I don't I feel like I don't know maybe it's the mentality I have of like well if everybody's lost with me then I don't feel as bad (laughs) the great Um, yeah uh (laughs) nobody else did the the essay so I'm happy that I didn't do it either um but I, I think just the visuals of that and it looking completely different and not even looking like Destiny. Uh, I'll, that trailer was showing, and I remember Tim coming back from the restroom break and being like, damn, this looks like some Destiny shit. What knock is off this?
0: Destiny. Yeah, we yeah, are like, we're like no, it's Destiny. Oh, like, Destiny.
2: Like, <laughs> it's a completely like sort of cyberpunk vibe. Uh, I just They're going for a completely different visual palette, which is exciting, especially considering that I feel like I am experiencing so many different visual palettes as it is right now. And it just seems like it's going to continue and continue um like once i finish uh, i think i've played enough to where i've decided i want to at least do the raid and once we do that i'll probably hop out and then come back for light Like i'm not the type to ever stick with a games as a service game once you kind of knock out the big activity you know
4: yeah yeah
2: Fair enough. um
4: I will say to talk about like the cost of jumping in. It is like wildly expensive because it took a while from when I hit you up to when bless and I got codes. So I ended up buying everything on steam <clears throat> and then I yeah got... we
2: bought, we, we <clears throat> bought stuff, uh, Nick bought the codes, and he was like, "Wow, that was pretty expensive." <laughs> <laughs> Maybe
4: I should have waited for Nick to buy things. I wouldn't have to pay for it. um But well, Joey,
0: now think of it this way: now you're doing content about it, so expensive. There you go. Oh, you're done it's perfect. an expense right there. It. Yeah. Um,
4: you could have asked for codes. I could have got you codes, guys. <laughs> um, but even now it's dumb because i started one mission when i was playing on steam but since all my friends play on playstation and everybody wants to be in a playstation party i had to get it on playstation um but i guess Lame. there was one thing that i didn't get a code for on playstation so then i had to buy it. i'm like i hate that i have bought this like now multiple times on mm-hmm. all on the same like hunter account essentially but now i can't access it unless i'm playing on that platform it's annoying Understandable. But-
2: understandable I I I do think that we all, uh, Joey. I understand if you want to abandon us. Um, I'd love to have you, but I don't want you. I don't want to do the thing where it's like, oh, Joey, you got to be in our raid group too because we know that you have a lot of friends in the What's Good Guardians group.
4: Oh, you Um, want me to ditch out of there? Um,
2: I'm not saying that like, uh, you know, (laughs) Joey. I'm insanely good at games, but yeah, I think you should maybe want to like. Don't you want to be with a winner over here? Dunk on Andrew Renee. Can't
1: we?
0: not all to mention 80 also just like clan. i think i'm gonna
2: do the raid and bounce till february <laughs>
0: <laughs> but he's also like hey quit quit all your stab yeah. all your friends in the back and then come yeah me. this is so why it, so in do new the world raid i didn't join then then on your guys' the server
4: i for new uh, none of these games that like i ever play with kind of funny people because i know that you guys are out in two weeks and joe, i'm I just, gonna want to play more
2: yeah but guess what joe i just updated the kind of funny clan uh, banner
4: oh, oh but can't we do that. the raid if we're in different clans
2: yeah but like here's People the thing I have the
0: same cool name play here's
2: the uh, thing I think we all get into it. I think we all commit Greg I, what are you doing you don't now? have
4: to convince me I feel like I might Greg be did you say my one. name
2: yeah you think I'm at all leveled up enough to do
0: this
4: neither uh, was I no but you when you the onboarding process is great because they drop you like 1540 gear so you're not having to like level yeah from super low
2: you just start, you start off the where you need to be I'm not saying we start the to raid tonight. No, fuck no. I'll raid no, no. If
1: y'all want to run me through any of the campaigns, just like just uh, run through, bless, like. I'm not I'm even blessed. done. It would be great if we could,
0: but it's Andy and me and Joey are the three-person strike. Damn, teams damn, teams. Happens every <laughs> single time.
2: <laughs> no, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Bless. Um, I'm not even done with any of the campaigns. I think I'm like oh, halfway no, done either. with either with both Beyond Light and Watch. Andy, I'm <laughs> doing I'm it. In the same I'm going to boot
0: the
1: PS5 right now and download I, I, down, I okay. can't believe it. Greg, don't download it. I need
4: I need a space. <laughs> 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 but here's also the other thing, bless. I'm the same as Andy where like now that I've run through the first half of like both of those campaigns, I'm super down to run through them again now that I like have an idea of it. Like I think that's kind of fun.
1: Tonight's not trivia, right? It's tomorrow. tomorrow That's tomorrow.
2: No, that's tomorrow. no tonight uh, we're playing. Tonight we're playing. Tonight we're playing. I'm should saying. I
1: put it. Up the should I put, put up a Twitch stream? Are we going to. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Is content? I'm actually, I've actually been having Streamlabs issues late uh, last nah, so but... I'm down to play tonight. Streamlabs is terrible. Yeah, it's almost.
0: Do I maybe later.
4: already have plans to play tonight? And will I ditch Jacob to play with you? Oh, Probably. Oh.
0: <laughs> I'll be on they later so we could always so run like that kind of, you know. The stanky leg, as they call it, or whatever, where you know somebody swaps out swim. T- I don't know if that's I what. They know call it. That Is I know. that what
4: they call it? <laughs> <I don't> no, <know.
2: laughs> nobody calls anything that. <laughs> I'm just saying it's what I've heard it's called. I don't know. Oh, no, the fuck you're referring oh, to? 2,
0: downloading, <laughs> it's downloading. There you go. Man.
2: Anyway, like, okay, for real, like. I I've, I do feel really, really embarrassed. I know we were talking about it like two weeks ago or maybe last week, whenever Paris was on the podcast. And I was like, Paris, this game's fucking good, huh? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, this game is stunning, man. Every time like and I love that Chris Anka knows what I fuck with art wise. Mm. Um as two incredibly professional artists, right? Like me and Chris on the same level in terms definitely of the just same level. Design and just like vision, right? Um <laughs> like Chris you work on like, Spider-Verse as well, right? Yeah, yeah, shouldn't he'll be like Andy? You haven't even gotten to the best part of it. Like, oh, I'm excited to turn. Sure enough, I turn a core and it's like the most amazingly lit vista you've ever seen in your life. And it's just damn it. The game just looks way too good. Um, and I'm uh, again, it just feels really, really fun to play. And it's a little bit of a thing you gotta get used to on keyboard and mouse because of all the different Mm -hmm. abilities and keybinds. And um, I'm used to you know, if you're playing Call of Duty or Apex or something, you have here's your grenade or your, your offensive item, and here's your support item. But here there's like a lot of extra things you kind of have to keep in mind and it can get a bit uh, frustrating. Today, Mike was driving us up the wall. He kept on fucking dying. He <sighs> was so annoying. God, Mike was the worst <laughs> today. We were riding on these ribbons with our it's like I legitimately ribbons. Road. They were straight up just like ribbons and connecting from one place to another. and We're on our little sparrows and he just kept on falling off. And Chris was like, just walk it, Mike. And he's like, no, nah, I got to ride it. I got to ride it. <laughs> he's just <laughs> the worst, man. The fucking worst. And he was getting but mad at But he did us.
4: res your asses a lot.
2: <laughs> oh, he res our asses a lot. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, Mike was clutch with the reses. But he's, Joe, he's a tank. I mean, I'm going gonna... to have low DPS. I mean, or low health. Did what you see class the we, I on. guess I
4: don't know what this what class everybody usually plays as Warlock. Warlock. Um, I'm a hunter.
2: That's I why know. I was always top of the leaderboard. <laughs>
4: Greg, did you say hunter or titan?
0: A hunter. I have a Titan for the trophy, but I, I, I have a Taylor Swift hunter that I, I've been forever. Got it. I will say that the issue, more I have indeed. a Destiny,
2: Destiny 1 character carried over Destiny 2, right? So it's That, that shit was great. When Joey helped yeah. me do that, transfer yeah, all of my all info, that was really helpful do, doing the begin import. But I will say after my time with Destiny 2, I am even more convinced than I was back in the day when I said that I'd be a top 10 player in the world. Like, I do think I'm there right now in terms Damn. of just. Damn. Oh, wow. level. Yeah. In the world. Top, top 10 in the world yeah oh that's are what i'm that gonna one, try and do, do like one, worlds you,
4: first for the next that, raid
2: yeah joe exactly and that Dato? one youtube commenter who replied to me more like top ten thousand is what you'd be i was like <laughs> he, got got joke, bro. Ass, dude. he got your ass he was so serious
0: uh I want to ask the question one more time and go around and get the answers, but I did like this comment from the live Patreon chat. Omega Buster says, "Greg doesn't really want to play unless it's to prevent blessing."
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: I Keep buzzing out of it. Greg has played
1: thirty minutes of Destiny.
2: <laughs> hey, I got
0: the platinum more than you can. I wasn't sitting there going, "Oh, this trophy's too hard." I said, "Hey, can you carry me?" And these people carried me to the hard stuff. And I didn't do it. <laughs> so the question here was: Should you start Destiny in twenty twenty two slash Should you return to it, Joey? Should you?
4: I 100% think it's worth it. I'm having a great time. I love that there's uh, the content is so varied where like there's definitely stuff that I feel totally comfortable doing on my own if I'm just playing and like no one's available. And then there's really fun content depending on if I'm running with a fire team. Uh, some of the seasonal stuff has like up to like four or five people. So like it can kind of scale depending on what everybody wants to do. Um, and there's some really, really great communities of people that are like stoked to get more people into Destiny. So everybody's been really welcoming and stuff. I highly recommend it.
2: I Andy. accidentally picked up a patrol the other day, Greg. And I was like, Oh, I forgot you could like do these things. <laughs> I thought go like go around the moon, pick up some Iridium. Yeah, aroma. like I I just was so <laughs> used to back in the day getting spin metal and all that. I guess I yeah, just exactly. need take more time in it. But yeah, I absolutely recommend it. There's so much content to get into. There's a lot of campaign stuff that you can do on your own. So don't feel like I need a team for this, but just know like everybody wrote in Beyond Light and Witch Queen. Further those storylines. Don't uh, get don't get lost and accidentally click on some other thing and go down a rabbit hole with another piece of content. Just keep on pushing forward towards that, the Beyond Light and the Witch Queen campaigns. And yeah, just the seasonal stuff's
4: really fun too because it's all pirate themed right now. The seasonal yeah. stuff.
2: Yeah, the couple of seasonal things I did do, Joey, I thought were part of the Witch Queen or forgot maybe mm. it was Beyond Light that we were doing, but those were insanely fun as well. Um, yeah, just. Whatever you're doing, just stick with it and don't try to get sidetracked because it's easy to get lost and kind of get lost in the sauce and suddenly you're 15% of the way through five different things. (laughs) I would say, like, just stick with one thing and kind of, like, push towards that goal. Um, But, yeah, it's it's such a freaking fun game. They've really got something on their hands here.
4: (laughs) this is (laughs) one to watch, this destiny might turn
2: into something. Keep an eye out for this one, everybody. Right
4: future with Bungie.
2: I'm keeping an West, eye do you think, it. Have you gotten reignited?
0: Are you does your soul still burn? Are you coming back to fire off some guns tonight?
1: You know what? I think my soul's burning. I think my soul's burning. I think, <laughs> I'm thinking I'm back.
0: <laughs> 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 um, here we go. We've had a great conversation here about destiny. But there's another game that's made a resurgence in kind of funny as of late. Mm. Andy found this one. He picked it a diamond in the rough last year. He picked it, he played it. Nobody wanted to play it because it's on PC and PC gaming is lame. Yuck. Blessing, you've been playing a brand new PlayStation
1: game called Inscription. Have you I enjoyed have. this? Ironically, I've been playing it on PC. I've been playing it on the Steam Deck. <laughs> 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 but it coming to PlayStation was the catalyst for me. and like, okay, more people are playing Inscription. Let me finally pick pick it up. Because it was a game that when it came out late last year... I knew it was my jam, but it was just one of those things where a lot of games are coming out. It was the fall. It was Game of the Year. or Yeah, Game of the Year season as well. So I was like, I gotta pick and choose. And I want to say I played actually opening up the game on Steam again, it said I had played around five hours. So I was like, oh, I gave this the college try and for whatever reason, uh, I fell off of it. And I picked it back up, started playing it, and within I'll say two to three hours, I was fully in addiction mode, where for those who we're under a rock somehow and miss what inscription is, right? It is this roguelite car building game where you're getting into car battles with a CPU, right? It's not multiplayer, it's just you against the uh, the CPU. And you're going through it has like it has like half card deck building mechanics, but then the other half is escape room where mm-hmm. at any point during this roguelite adventure that you're you're going on with the with the NPC, you can stand up from the table and then look around this room that you're essentially trapped in. And you go through, you can solve puzzles in the room. Some of the puzzles might unlock new cards for you. It has like a really creepy, really eerie vibe. And it's pretty cool. Um, But getting getting back into the game this time, I think the thing that helped is that I already knew the base set of what the rules for Inscription were. So I can kind of like, I could wrap my head around that pretty easily. And then once I got into my first couple of runs with Inscription, my first run got through the first area or so and then died to um died to an enemy early on right where I got into a card game they killed me pretty easily my second run through uh, through ins- inscription after that first death i got to essentially like a-, a final boss and i was like oh this is cool like it was like a- an interesting turn where i was like oh shit they're really doing things here and i think i had hit up Andy or i hit-, hit up somebody and i was like yo inscription is really cool and Funny enough, like I hadn't seen anything yet. It was that thing, right? You didn't know shit. I didn't know shit. Like I played <laughs> yeah. at that point, maybe six to seven more hours, and I was like, "Fuck!" Or not six, seven more hours. I played like probably like three, three or four more hours. It was just me that evening being addicted and me being like, "Fuck, man, this is cool as hell!" Like I got to the final boss and then I died, and then I went back and like getting back to that final boss and beating that final boss. That was probably to the six, six to seven hour mark where I was like, "All right, here we go. Time to finish this thing." And from there, the game opened up in ways where I was like, I didn't know we could get here. I had <laughs> no idea that, like, all of this was behind the veil of what Inscription was. Uh, and, like, it's it, Andy probably understands it's one of those games where you want to gush about, you want to talk about everything that's amazing mm-hmm. about it, but it's so hard to because so much of it is about the discovery of what is going on in this room, what is going on with this card game, what is going on with these characters. Um, and it is, it, it got me, man. Like, by the time I finished Inscription, because I finished it earlier this week, i have a total of 25 hours put into it i finished i finished it fully and i am still playing it i am still addicted to it i'm still going through the roguelite stuff because i enjoy the card game uh that much and i had a moment uh late into the game where i was like i think this might be one of my favorites of all time like this might be one of the best games yeah this might be one of the best games i ever played ever played and it is a like going back to my game of the year 2021 i think it is my new game of the year for last year uh like it is such a fantastic game in tone, setting, gameplay loop. The card building. I'm usually not that big of a card game person. Same. The here. only the only card game person or the only card game I've heavily gotten into has been Yu-Gi-Oh. Growing up, and like I still play Yu-Gi-Oh every now and then. But like I've tried Hearthstone, I've tried other card games, and it's hard for me to get into. Inscription is one that I I am shocked. I am utterly shocked how into this card game I am that I can't stop playing it, and that's why I actually hit up. um well, I, I hit up Tim, being like, "Yo, how can I get in this Marvel Snap beta? Like, I want to try more card games now because of Inscription. Uh, it is such a wonderful game, and I'm sure like Andy. I I heard you talk about it last year, but are you are you basically where I'm at now? Where like, I was like fucking infatuated with this thing.
2: Yeah, the, um, Inscription was a game that I knew a lot of people loved, and I knew it had a lot of Game of the Year hype. So at the last, at the final hour, what are they called, Greg? The something hour, the
5: golden hour
2: the gold, no. Golden? Oh, no golden, golden shower the 11th hour yeah the 11th hour, the 11th is one hour. Complete, yeah. uh, at the 11th hour that's where i was like i want to beat this game i know i'm close to it and i pushed through and had my mind blown in a million different ways and at a million different times and it reminded me a lot of kind of that feeling that outer wilds gave me um that same sort of like vibe where it takes twists and turns that you are not not expecting at all and it was inscription that I we had already given our top 10 games of the year to Barrett and then I hit him up and was like hey change this change take, everything take Guardians of the Galaxy out and put inscription at number five for me um uh, above I think like forts at that time or whatever Halo it was. infinite yeah. I'm I I have the lists up now <laughs> above Halo Infinite yeah the yeah. game blew me away um again much, much like what Blessing said. For anybody who's like, oh, I don't like card games. Neither do I. I don't give it. I've never fuck with shadow games or card games. It took a bit. uh It took like maybe four runs for me to be like, this is how you play the card game. Okay. I'm just really bad at strategy. I, I was having trouble. Uh, I was struggling grasping the rules. But it picks up and it starts to get cooler and cooler and more wilder and wilder as you keep on going. And it, yeah. Again, I don't want to gush and kind of spoil anything so just please experience it because it's something that you will not regret
1: and talking again about you know me hopping into it late i'm kind of glad that i i waited uh because i think inscription is the steam deck killer app i think it is an amazing game to play on
2: on steam deck playing i was so sad it wasn't on switch dude
1: oh my god like it 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 is such a fantastic like i had i had uh, this weekend i played through it right this all i did this last weekend was play inscription i was obsessed with it but it was that thing where i would in bed, like, just tired playing this game because I can't stop playing it. (laughs) I'd put it down, go to sleep, wake up, and immediately pick up my Steam deck in bed (laughs) and continue to play Inscription. It was one of those ones for me. And the way it it controls on, uh, because you have to use, yeah, you basically have to use the touchpad on the Steam Deck cuz of course Steam Deck comes with the left and right touchpad. I never thought I would actually use the touchpad for a game. I thought it was just there for show, right? It was one of those things where it's like, "Oh yeah, I've never used the touchpad on my DualSense or my DualShock. I'm never going to use this fucking thing on my Steam Deck." It was the main way to control inscription and it worked surprisingly well. Like it was very it, it was very smooth to use. It was very accurate to use and like it took a little bit of uh my mind getting used to it but after about an hour or so of playing and getting used to the control scheme like now when i go back to play inscription it is just it is like clockwork where i am i get this car put it there in my turn i press an a boom boom and like it, it's very snappy with with the steam deck and i would probably actually now prefer playing this way as opposed to sitting at my desk playing it on my on my computer so i'm putting it up there as like a steam deck if you have a steam deck killer app segment it's it's up there it's in there
2: It really bummed me out that it wasn't on Switch. And I tried my darndest to get it running on my phone, but it required a keyboard. <laughs> I tried to get it running on my phone with um with uh, GeForce Now. Oh, and, yeah. it, and it worked and it popped up, but it wouldn't let me use the virtual keyboard. And I was so heartbroken, much like Loop Hero. When Loop Hero came out at the beginning of 2021, I was really hoping that that was going to be on mobile Immediately or or on Switch, and it never came to anything like that, so... I mean,
3: I don't... uh, uh, Just... uh, Andy had an addiction to that game, and I don't know if you needed that in a mobile sense, because
1: to loop hero or
3: to loop heroes but i could have just been in bed
2: you know what i mean that's really, where really that's cool. where i'm at
1: with now i'm I'm ending yeah. every single day with a game of inscription because like when you when you beat the game they have like a kind of a i don't know if it's endless because i'm not gone to the
2: just end just play the mode yeah just play yeah the they just game. they have
1: like just play mode and they have like challenges and modifiers that you can do and i think you can unlock more modifiers so now that's what i'm doing and i think they've made they've made the game harder they, in that. they updated mode. it
2: they updated it with, gotcha. like, extra cards and extra kind of abilities. Um, I think that was maybe when it released on PS4 or something like that. But I just, like, yeah, thinking about the way those sound effects, are it's chick, 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 oh, uh, like, it's so it satisfying. Such,
1: yeah, and, like, the game ups the ante, too, when it, with, with this presentation and moments where I'm like, I can't believe this game looks this good. And it's a card game. Like, it's just a card game. But, like, they find ways to really make it have moments make it uh, and uh really make it stand out in, in in certain parts. Um but yeah, like I I love that too. When I'm going back to do just the regular challenge stuff and play through the world light stuff regularly, um it's it's harder, but also like it works for what it is cuz in the when you're playing through the original campaign, that game kind of wants you to cheat at it. it's, it's this is the thing I was telling Janet during the last PS love you where I'm like there are moments where that game I swear it wants you to like find ways to get around it. And like as I play I'm like Oh yeah, like they're the, the actual campaign mode is so smartly constructed just in terms of the things they give you and the things they, they do to make you think that you're breaking the game. And then you get to the challenge mode and it's like, no, like we know what the balance of our game is. We want you to break it in that in the, that original moment to like get through this stuff easier because there's so much behind the curtain t- to it. Um, but yeah, shout out to Inscription. Everybody go play it. It's a must play. Pick it up on whatever platform. But if you have a Steam Deck, pick it up on Steam Deck because it's pretty rad on Steam Deck. Ladies and gentlemen. That's another episode of the kind of funny games cast. Of course it's better with you.
0: So head on over to patreoncom slash kind of funny games, where of course you can watch us record the show live. You can write in with your questions, comments, concerns. You can be a Patreon producer. You can get it ad free. You can get the hit blessing Addioye game show kind of feudy which we're about to do right after this is the post show of course if you have no bucks tossed our way don't worry about it each and every week we come together to talk about all the things we love and sometimes don't love video games you can get on youtube.com slash kind of funny games roosterteeth.com and podcast services around the Globe each and every week. If you want to go the extra mile, support us on the Epic Games Store with the creator code kind of funny or in Rumbleverse when you're playing on your PlayStation or in Fortnite on your Switch or Rocket League on your PlayStation if you're using something that can use the Epic creator code, toss it on in there. Even if you're just downloading it for free, it still helps us out. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a post show to
2: do. It's called Kind of Futy. And until next time, it's been our pleasure to serve you.